This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. Let the moment take you over. We try to act like we just don't care. But every time we fall together, it's so clear. Whoa, Stacy! who was that? That was the famous pop artist, Tafari Anthony, and he also happens to be my bestest friend. He is such a good singer. He's, like, actually my favorite singer in the whole wide world, and guess what? We have him as a guest on our show today. Let's go. Is that what you say in your intro? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, the way you looked at me, like, made me scared that you didn't say that in your intro. Okay, here he is. Hello, Tafari Anthony. Oh, hello. <laughs> I had you have like a, a podcast voice. I know I've been told that many times, actually. <gasps> that you have. Why don't you have your own podcast? Well, not then? a podcast voice, but a voice for radio. Well, that isn't which... a rude. Isn't that isn't that like a joke that people say? You, oh, no, no, you have a, a face, face for radio. radio. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. A voice for radio is a good thing. A hundred percent. And you, I feel like people already know you though because you've been featured on our Instagram page twice now. With twice. one with our song stuck with you and one with uh, the prank or the phone call. Yeah, I can't twice. believe that woman. <laughs> she swore like she swore at you immediately. I wish I had the like the hindsight to record the whole thing, but yeah. Because oh, I was at, at that point that was like almost an hour and a half in. Oh <laughs> that's, why, that's why she was so mad. Because <laughs> I, I literally wasted all of her time. That makes me so happy. As you know, I love wasting people's time who are trying to scam people. So it's perfect. Okay, sorry. We're already getting off topic. First of all, Tafari, tell them, what. how about you say like what you do? What is your main job? And then we'll talk about all the other things you're good at too. Okay, well, <laughs> this is the PR version. Hey, I'm Tafari Anthony and I'm a singer-songwriter based in Toronto, Ontario. And I also do <laughs> photography and graphic design. And basically, whatever you'll pay me to do, I'll do it. As long as it's legal. As long as it's legal. <laughs> yes. I feel like you'd maybe like go a little bit off book with that too. Like, well, you've done some crazy stuff. Like what? Remember that one like really racy photo shoot that you did? That was, you looked so good. That was, oh, yeah. it wasn't illegal. But like, remember it? <laughs> like I said, as long as it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. And I just remember like, oh, we'll talk about that later too. But like, Tafari is very similar to us when it comes to like body image. And like, he is a good looking, like amazing bodied man and he you get insecure at times and then other times you're like super confident and then the next five minutes you'll be insecure again whatever but the one thing that we share is that like we're very um like if we've planned what we're eating in that moment and then it is ruined we get in like a full bad mood and i remember the one time there was a hotel that was baking cookies for us and they said that they would like they had them just at the front and they said that they were going to have baked cookies on the way back in and when we got back they didn't i've never seen someone so mad in my life like he was so mad that they did not do as promised Wait, but you like you like uh, like that, sweets that, right that sounds you right. like sweet things he loves oh, I desserts love, yeah i love desserts and chocolate like so and then remember the time that it was like the corporate gig and you saved your piece of cake <laughs> and they threw it away <laughs> but he phoned me to tell me <laughs> So wait, you're just like you're food obsessed, like us. Well, but also you know how if you have a plan in your yeah. head that you're gonna eat that, like well, what especially happens like with the when, cake? You're, when you're working, like I, because the thing with the like with corporate gigs is like you work for like four or five hours, right? You can't yeah. really eat the stuff and saying, So I just saved it for when yeah. I'm done my work. Good job. I'm gonna have my cake, <laughs> right? Yeah, His eyebrows going up. And then it's just gone. <laughs> What did you do when it was gone? Were you like furious? He called I me. called Stacy. I'm like, you're the only person who's gonna understand this right now. Yeah. But they like literally said, like I'm I put it nicely. It was by my bag. It was like clearly someone is trying to take this home. Yeah. He's like, Stacy, oh. they threw out the cake. That would make me furious. Because I know you were thinking about it and like as you're walking of back, you're like, oh I- 
<laughs> it's like I get to go eat that slice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. I will. It's like when we talked about the popcorn thing. Like if we have it in our head that we're like because we get we have a weird relationship with food. We feel like and Tafari, you'll agree with this. Like you feel guilty sometimes that you're when you're eating, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you've made up your mind that you're going to eat it and then it's stripped from you, it's like like the Horrible. worst feeling in the world. Yeah, I hated that they threw out your cake. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> I was affected by it after, and I've never forgotten it. Yeah. And I'm bringing it up again on like, the podcast. Yeah, I'm like so upset for him. Like ugh. anyway, okay, okay. I want to ask. Okay, so because I know you and Stacy are best friends, I'm more outspoken than Tafari, and I will I will say like, oh my god, like we're singers, we're best friends now, right? Tafari, you say it too, and then he a couple times has admitted it, but usually yeah. he'll just shake his head at me. So like okay, what what was your first impression of Stacy? I thought she wanted to know too much. <gasps> That's like a perfect way to describe Honestly. her. For sure, like she's invasive, a hundred percent. It was a little yeah. too much. So will, does that make you uncomfortable, or do you just like learn to love it, or does it still make you uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking an invasive question right now. Well, because this is the thing. Kayla's like, oh, tell me your impression of Stacey, but Kayla is I am also highly invasive. Like, <laughs> he just stared um, at us. Like, he's like, this is what I mean. Like, <laughs> Sorry, can you ask the question again? Oh. <laughs> okay, so Stacey being invasive, do you are you just used to that now? Or do you, like, still, get still hate it and get uncomfortable? Okay. So now I'm used to it. But I think... For me, it was when we first met. I was just like, you don't need to know this information. Like, I don't know yeah. why you're asking me all this. I've only known you for like a week properly. <laughs> and like, you don't need to know, you know, all this stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, it can be a bit much in the beginning. But like now I just know that she just is a curious person and wants to know everything under the sun, which is fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. and this is funny, too, because Tafari is the reason I actually learned, like, you're the kind of person that when you first meet you, people probably would describe him as, like, quiet or shy. And, like, that is absolutely not the person that I know. And he said to me, like, sometimes you just have to give a person a minute. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, it doesn't mean they're just going to be, like, so excited to tell you their life story right away like we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said sometimes someone just needs a minute. And I've actually, since then... Like before, if somebody was like seeming scared of me because I was asking so many questions, I would just keep like barreling through. <laughs> but, but now I'm like, oh, maybe they're the type of person that doesn't feel like answering that right now. Yeah. So you'll back off. Or- I think I was asking you like, who's your best friend? What's your relationship like with your siblings? How many? Like I was just yeah. thinking, I, and you're, I said, who's your best friend? He said, you don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so confused. I was like, why can't he just tell me? Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, who but is I this also girl? Think, I also think that was the first question you asked, too. Like, there was no, there was no like, stepping stones. It's like, okay, who's your best friend? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no, I haven't even actually sang with you yet. Like, you don't need to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. And then I feel like people, most people would know because you're featured on our page twice, but I would compare you to the- like, A famous person. A famous person. Like, your voice is- perfection i actually he's ruined it for me because like there's songs that he sang with me in my band so tafari does backups for me and i do backups for tafari and we're the two best friends (laughs) and um, i'm gonna keep rubbing it in there just to get it in his head so it's funny because tafari will do like a cover song or one of his own songs or whatever and if i hear the original singer sing it or if i hear like another person do the cover it's like he's ruined it for everyone yeah 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 because he he's set the bar way so too high. much better at it we did the cover of stuck with you yeah, which I, is the new justin bieber ariana grande song and whenever the real one comes on now i'm livid at justin bieber's voice yeah you oh because he, he sounds, i listened to that video uh, so many times you guys all whole, like so i can't amazing. like that song i f- i forgot that what we did to it is not how it actually goes so whenever it comes it's on not, now it's like it just freaks me out I'm like this is wrong. I know like it this feels is wrong. wrong yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like Ariana Grande is missing that riff or like there's yeah. a riff that you do to fire in it that you thought was in the original and it isn't and it I made the song that. so much better <laughs> you're so talented he's so talented I still swear that it's there though okay no, and also you have like the cutest freaking dog oh, yeah, of that, all time that, that I won't deny <laughs> I would Wait, say what's his, what's his name again Sammy this is why Tafari is awesome. Yes, you're a singer. Yes, you're a photographer, a graphic designer. He always figures out how to do 
a job better than like the professional does it because you're like a, you you would agree you're like a hustler you make things happen if we don't have the money to do it we'll figure out a way to do it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I like he's like <laughs> nodding his head yes this whole time like on he knows. Zoom like he's <laughs> he knows and this is the thing uh, his dog was like in the like we were on a FaceTime call and it's like whoa Sammy's haircut looks like like cool and he's like yeah I just cut his hair so like of course you learn to make Sammy cool like, <laughs> of course, like how do you make a dog's hairstyle stylish i don't know i just like i took into the groomer it was too much money and i said i can't do this again so i just looked at what she did i took a photo of it from different angles and i just <laughs> i just try and emulate it as best that i can do you ever like youtube things to learn sometimes but I mean, that one i didn't because no, I mean, that one he just went because he just had all the. Well, angles. no, it's yeah. I mean it's mostly pretty easy. Like the body is easy, but the face is the hard part because. But that what I'm saying that's funny. Like your dog kind of has like wispy hair, and I'm saying he cut like layers that like fell to like <laughs> make make his face like look like angled properly. Like yeah. I was just like, how is he making his dog look like like cut cheek lines right now? Like <laughs> contoured. Yeah, he was like, contoured by the haircut. Like oh my god. Anyways, you so learn funny. how to do that. But, okay, so. We were saying <laughs> we were saying that okay, if we do not bring up this topic, it would be like on purpose. So Tafari is a black man and we want to talk about issues going on right now currently with Black Lives Matter and to I don't know, should I be the one saying this? I was going to say he's also a, a gay man. And so you got all the good stuff, but I think if we don't talk about it, it would be like, "Oh, like cuz you're my best friend, we're just like avoiding talking about the serious stuff." But we also want to talk about that first. We feel as if the, these are important issues to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's so important. I saw you in an interview the one time and like just the way you speak about it and talk about it, like I just think you're like you so well spoken so well spoken and yeah. stuff yeah so we thought like today I was telling Kayla that I know there are a lot of like educational things that have been happening lately where people that have never experienced anything that you've experienced before would never even know and there are some things that people are being educated about but specifically with you I learned things that I did not know happened and I was hoping you'd be comfortable like sharing some of the stuff with us like speaking of the dog thing like what the what it <laughs> it's like it's not funny but he's making me laugh right now. Well, like first so of all, stupid. are you comfortable talking about this? Yes. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine. And so I wanted you to tell the listeners that there are unique things that happen uh, as a person of color that we may not even like know or think of and it's not the obvious one. So like for example, what was the dog story? This dog story basically what happened was I was walking my dog, which is a very, like, he's a Yorkie schnauzer mix. If you don't know what that is, it's just like a frou-frou-looking dog. Um, (laughs) And he's small. Whatever. Um, So anyways, I'm walking the dog like I always do every day. And someone stopped me and was like, oh, yo, I didn't know black guys had dogs like that. And I'm like, what the Oh, sorry. You guys don't swear on this podcast. Um, <laughs> we can bleep it. We can bleep it. We can bleep it. Yeah, but the bleeping is too much. I'll just, I'll just try to refrain. Anyway, so I was just like, what is that even supposed to mean? First of all, like, why did you feel like you had to stop me to tell me that? And then yeah, what did yeah. you expect to get out of that? I and isn't know. that just shocking to you, Kayla? It is. And yeah, like, I always thought because I'm not racist, I'm, I'm fine. And I know like, that's fine because I'm not racist. But Mm -hmm. what I didn't realize is that I do need to educate myself more and learn things that things that I would never. So that, for example, that story you just told me, like in my head, that doesn't even make sense. Like I don't get it, but these are struggles that people of color have to deal with on a day-to-day basis that to me just don't even make sense. But like he can't guys, even walk like, his dog in peace. Like, like, like what? Like, it's so mind-blowing. And, and this is something that I said to Chris. He has now been getting more educated because he was he's mind-blown at some of the things um, that are said and by, like, racist people, whatever. Because to us, we just weren't educated enough, and, and that made me feel really bad. About, yeah, but I mean, like, that's not your fault, though. It's just, like, you guys, like, we grew up in a place where you don't, we're in a society where you don't have to be educated about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. there's, there's nothing that's making you have to be educated about it. So it's not necessarily your fault. What's good about what's happening now is that people like yourself who are obviously not racist, but just have never had to like think about these things as now everyone is thinking about it. So yeah, you guys are the ones who are going to be able to make the change because you're the ones who already are on the, on board, but now you're just realizing 
the things that you had a blind eye to, which is not your fault. It's just, yeah. it just is a society that we're in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one thing that I said to Chris, like, just not being racist isn't good enough. Like, right, we, right? we yeah. have to, like, take it to the next level. So I was recently watching this thing that I can't remember who it was, but she was stating things that she gets on a day-to-day basis as a person of color. And I'm like, this is this is mind-blowing to me. Well, the first so, thing that blew my mind was when we crossed the border together as a band. Mm-hmm. There, there has been times where myself and all the other white people in the band are standing there waiting for you. I was with you the one time. Yeah. The one time I traveled with you guys. This is what this happened to you. They've pulled you aside for some reason and you're being questioned and your luggage is being checked and all this stuff. And then we're all just standing there and like none of us have even had to do anything. And I was like, this is this has to be a coincidence. And then the second time and third time it happened, I'm like, <laughs> this is not a coincidence. So does this happen to you all the time? I mean, not all the time, but it's enough that I, I'm like, what is she even talking about? Right. So like to me, yeah. it's just normal. Like this is just the things that I have to go through. But yeah, yeah like you and you you almost have like a, a, a like a sense of humor about it in a way that he's basically just like, I'm so used to this that like they'll be like, Tafari, can you come with me, please? And he'll shake his head and look at me and be like, OK, here we go. Again. Like, here yeah. we go again. Like, he's you're just used to it. This is not yeah. like but then I'm standing there in shock and I want to like yell at the person that's pulling you aside. But we can't because we're at the border. Yeah. Like what? It's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. So wait, is there anything that you want to say? Like, I know you're that's not. I feel like the type of person you are, you're just like so accepting and realistic and you're just like, it is what it is. I'm going to do my best to make a change. But is there anything that you would want to say about that topic? Like well, anything? And before you say that, I remember you told me to fire like this time kind of hit you a little bit harder, right? Like you, there was a moment like during this this specific Black Lives Matter movement, like where it was current, you were having a harder time than usual. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that stems from the fact that we're just like, we're in a pandemic where we're all supposed to be at home and yet still black people are being hunted down. Yeah, Like it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's just, so I think one from the, I was at the thing by the time um, that happened, I was already in isolation. Right. So it's like from that. And then you hear this news, it's like a man's going out for a run and is being hunted down by people in a truck. In the middle of pandemic, like go the fuck home, like like you yeah. know what I mean, like let the man run in peace. Like this is the only the only moment he can go outside, run and go home. Like yeah. he's not troubling you. What is the problem? So I think just being in the pandemic and with that layer on top of it, it just I don't know. It just it really hit me to a point where like I just felt immobilized for a good month or so. Like I I couldn't really talk yeah. to anybody. I couldn't really do much. Like. I didn't have any handle on my emotions or what was going on. So, <laughs> and, and no, but it, it is interesting though to like someone like Tafari, you are one of like the, I don't want to say strongest because it doesn't mean you're not strong by not being able to handle it. What I'm saying is like you, you, you like figured out how to deal with some pretty like heavy topics and you go like, this is how it is. And then it shows you that there's like a certain point that people can get to where they just don't know what to do anymore. You didn't know how to feel. You didn't feel like talking to anyone. Like a world matter can hit people so hard that it can physically like just change your day to day, like vibe at home. And that's why this has to change and this has to stop. Because it doesn't it doesn't even have to be the big things like, oh, another thing I want to talk about. How can you tell the story about how you were in like the pop category and then got the (laughs) just I don't want to like give away the punchline, but like, yeah, like just tell like tell like that's a perfect example. Okay, Uh, so this one has to do with being in industry, but I feel like this applies to a lot of things in life. Um, but basically, I'd entered a radio contest, which was going to give you some money to promote your song on the radio and all kinds of things, whatever. Um, so at the time I found out about the competition, they were specifically looking for, quote unquote, urban music, which is fine. Obviously, they, <laughs> they weren't getting submissions. So that's what they were looking for. So I emailed saying, hey, like, are you only looking for this or do you want other things? They said other things are fine. So I did the whole process. I submitted my name, submitted the song. The song is called Centerfold, which is out now. And it's like very, 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 very clearly pop. Yes. 100%. Very <laughs> clearly pop, pop. Okay. So I submitted in the pop category, obviously. Um, and I had to submit my photo. And then that was that. So then I get an email saying, okay, congrats, congratulations. You are 
selected as one of the top people. So you have to come to this place now and then you'll like get feedback from the judges and that kind of stuff. All great. So you went by yourself as oh, well, yeah, right? I had to go by myself too. Yeah, um, he hated that he had to go by himself. <laughs> he was like so embarrassed that he was standing there by himself. Like, you know, I you called me from the place. And he was FaceTiming what was happening. <laughs> It's so awkward. People always think that, like, I said this last time, that when you're a musician, you have this, like, team of people with you all the time. No, you have to go to things by your freaking self. I and mean, it's... everybody else there had somebody. So... <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, he had to figure, walk in, he had to be know. so confident. Everybody else there oh. was at least two or more, and I was just <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Anyways, okay. So I get there by myself and uh I'm sitting at this table and they're going through the category. So what they're doing is like they're doing okay, country, they'll play one song, they'll do hip hop, play another one, then they'll do pop and play another one. So as they're going through the the cycle of, of songs and people, in my head I'm like, I guarantee I'm gonna be in the R and B category or the or the urban category. Which even you, though you didn't submit, even though for that I didn't category. submit, but I just knew the vibe in the room. I was like, I can guarantee anybody here that I'll be in the urban category. Yeah. Sure enough, they come up again with the hip hop R and B category, and they mention my name. I'm like, okay, great, here we go. Yeah. So I had to stand there as they play my song to these judges with blank looks on their faces, like, what is this pop song doing this in this hip hop R and B category? And so the song finishes and every comment from the judge is like, yeah, it's a really great song, but um, I just, I don't think it's going to work on hip hop R&B category. I'm like, yeah, I know. I submitted it as pop. He did didn't you say, say that? it. He regretted it after. Remember, you no, didn't, I didn't actually sorry, say yeah. that I didn't to actually, them, right? I, my, no, actually, I think I did say it. Or Amir just said thank you. I might have said thank you. I think you did because I think after we said, oh, I wish you would have said, actually, it's not my fault that I'm in the R&B category. I submitted for pop. Yeah, but uh, actually, but you gonna... couldn't because you by yourself. Yeah, I think I was like, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I was if like, you mm-hmm. had a okay. two plus, then maybe you would have said Yeah, it. then yeah. you would have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is the thing, too, is like like there a radio station. There's There are like hip hop R&B radio stations and they are not going to play Tafari's song if they don't know what Tafari looks like because it sounds like Ed Sheeran could sing the song or whatever. Like, like, it's like Sam Smith a, is more like the music yeah, Sam Smith Sam was Smith. making is way more well no even for Urban Radio Now it wouldn't work Urban Radio Now is just so it's basically just hip hop right so it's like anything otherwise doesn't make sense and so like yeah. obviously like I'm not, like I'm just the sound of my voice it is what it is right but the problem is too is because you're a, a black man singing a pop song the expectation is that this pop song doesn't sound R&B enough so he gets critiqued for his music not sounding hip hop or R&B enough but that wasn't his choice in the in the first yeah. place and just because of the color of your skin you don't need to make your music sound like hip hop R&B and so you have a problem in the pop category by not so, like you know what I mean like there's yeah. this weird middle ground it's like, like a, yes, yeah, it's yeah. like a lose-lose situation yeah. for you that you didn't even put yourself in. Like, yeah. they just I mean, chose that for you. Yeah, I find what what happens is like pop is reserved for pretty white girls, and it's like by by selecting me and saying, okay, the song is like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think the song is just undeniably pop. But like, no, it is by trying to put by taking that song that is very clearly the same as these other people in this category and moving it to the hip hop R&B category is another way to just kind of like control you and be like, listen, you need to go back into your place. Yeah. Mm, you see, know what that's I mean? like, that's even yeah, yeah, than yeah. I would ever think. Yeah. yeah. And then you also say um, Lizzo, her album is like so pop. Very good example. But she's in the, like she, like someone like Megan Trainer would sing the same as her, or Ariana Grande or whatever. Yeah. And then just because of the way her voice sounds or the way she looks, she gets put into the hip hop yeah. R&B and I think category. it was, I think I was, I think when I told you about that, it was the Grammys where I don't even think she was nominated in any pop category, which was ridiculous. It doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense. She was the biggest pop star in that year. Yeah. And she was only nominated in urban categories. You tell me what's up with that. <laughs> Your hand just went like in the air when you said that. <laughs> That's crazy. No, it's and true. And see, it's stuff that like I feel like when I was watching that, I didn't even think of that. There would be no reason for you to think that, which is it's a good thing that you don't have to think about that, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like black people think about this stuff all the time because we have to endure it all the time. Yeah. And that's where I know, I I totally understand what you're saying. It's not my fault, but I also, it just, it sucks that we are just like, 
we don't even realize it and I just feel bad for that, right? Yeah. But that's why it's like good for you to be able to like speak your voice on here and wherever yeah. else. And it, yeah, I think it's just so important to, for everyone to just learn more and more every day, right? Yeah. Well, then it also, sorry, I want to go back to one thing. Like Lizzo winning in the R&B category. The problem is just to like to reiterate once again, like sometimes someone who just is a pop singer that's not famous has black skin and then they they won't even put them in the R&B category. So like, yes, it is a lose-lose. Sorry, we said this already and yeah. I just am like really double. You're just like, like getting like, tripped up. I'm getting mad about it and it's just like, like how are you supposed to, yeah. Okay, what are you? I'm just You're mad. You're just like mad now? No, yeah, I'm just oh, yeah. thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it and it bugs me that he was there at the award show like by himself and then like, he just has to like go up there and just accept it and put a smile on his face like that's the thing that bugs me so much and you handle it with grace but it's like we don't even know what that feels like well because the other part of it too if i did cause up a stink i'd just be an angry black man like and you like you just you can't win right like yeah if i put up a stink it's like whoa 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 again slow your roll go in your place what are you doing yeah right so it's like what side do you choose I'm not going to give yeah. you that because it's probably what you want to see anyway. So why would I give you that satisfaction? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes people don't understand white privilege or feel as if they have that they are like doing white privilege. But even people that like talk about it and debate it. So like just say someone listening right now was like, well, they still won an awards at uh, award at the Grammys. Like, I don't know why they have to complain. But like the fact that we even have the privilege to make a decision or have a debate about it or like that's the thing that I'm trying to like um like I want people to understand and I have to remind myself like even discussing it or debating it like we we are not allowed to debate or discuss we're allowed to but just know that that's your your privilege right there (laughs) because if Tafari was debating it or discussing it he's going to look a whole different way than someone just out of the the circle or whatever you know what I mean that's the privilege Anyway, um, you're also gay. <laughs> Excuse me, what did you call me? <laughs> okay. And this is also an interesting thing that I want you to talk about as well. Somebody that like looked at Tafari or talked to Tafari would say like, oh, you don't seem gay. Is that an offensive thing to hear? Or like, what does that feel like when someone says that to you? Because I've, I've heard a lot of people say that to you. I mean, of course it's offensive, but I, this comes from people just not knowing. But it, basically by saying, oh, you don't seem gay, it's like you're basically saying that there is a certain way to be gay. I mean, I, I get the intention behind it. Yeah, like there is a stereotype. Jack from Will and Grace is a stereotype of a gay man, but it also like he's awesome because there are gay men like that. But there are also a lot of gay men that are not like Jack from Will and Grace. Yeah. And it, that doesn't mean that that's what gay means. Just because it's not obvious doesn't mean you're not still gay AF. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and you have a fiance. Uh-huh. We've been engaged. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know how long we've been engaged for. We've been engaged. But that's since like me, Tafari. Like oh, Chris yeah. and I have. Like I think, I think we got we're engaged going in, on like eight eight years. It's probably close. I think we got engaged in twenty fourteen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So we're about the same. Yeah. So wow. And who proposed to who? He did. So he, he proposed, proposed to you. you. Oh, oh. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> okay, and you grew up in a, a lot of your life. You were in Sudbury. This is a misconception. I don't know why this keeps happening, but I'm not from Sudbury. I love Sudbury, but I grew up in Pickering. In, in Pickering. Yes. No. Yeah, because yes. Chris went. Remember, Chris went to was in the same class as your sister. Yes, correct. Oh That's yeah, so crazy. We saw it in the yearbook. So you grew up in Pickering, but then yeah. you lived in Sudbury for yeah, a bit for like five years. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess that's not a lot of time, actually. <laughs> okay, so you grew up in Pickering. You lived in Sudbury. How was it like um, in, like, high school? Did you come out in high school? When did you come out? I think I told, like, maybe one person while I was still in high school. Oh, so not everybody knew in high school. I mean, everybody then, thought they knew, I'm sure. But I didn't. And wait, okay, and I'm also, like, thinking, like, we're fully doing the invasive thing to you, but, like, you're on a podcast, so we have an excuse to, like, <laughs> ask you all these questions. <laughs> But like, cause I'm like, I have so many questions in my head right now, but I'm like, now he's going to think I'm being like too invasive. Well, no, no, time to do it because if you don't do it now, I won't tell you afterwards. Well, exactly. Okay, that's what I was okay. Say. Do we have permission to be invasive today? You probably shouldn't ask for permission. Okay. Just, okay. Just go, um, okay. So like what age were you where you were like, I am gay. Like for sure I'm gay. Very young. I like, let's say like 10 years old. Like I, I knew 
a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Okay. But th- so then you held it in from the age of 10 and you told only one person in high school. Yeah. So it then w- when, 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 how old were you when you're like, okay, I'm, I'm just like coming out. I'm going to be myself and tell. Um, <laughs> it was never, there was never really a point like that. I was just working. I didn't go to, to college right, right after school. Um, and then I would think I was like trying to online date. But like in secret? Well, no one who needs to know again, who needs to know this information? Like, <laughs> yeah, like you didn't have I'm a Stacey by I'm, your side at this point. Yeah, like so I didn't have, like a, I wasn't t- talking to friends about this. Like I was just yeah. doing my business, whatever. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like, picture picture going to school with Tafari, like you're his friend and you don't know he's gay. And then you like see him at a restaurant with a boy. But you wouldn't have. Why? Because you, you were hiding? Like, kind of, I guess. I don't know. Like, This is what I need to know. I need to know, like, the dirty details like that. Like, was he, like, thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll go to a different restaurant because I don't want this person to see me? I don't think it was that. Okay. I don't think I'm it was trying that. to make like, a drama like, that was, wasn't there. No. I think by the time I actually started, uh, d- like, trying to date men, I have very few, like, close friends from high school anyways. Uh, by that point, I think they would have known anyways. And, like, anyone else who I wasn't close friends in high school. I didn't really care about, so. Right. Yeah, exactly. This is, like, b- asking, like, stereotypical questions, but was it, like, hard keeping it in for that long? Cause to, or for are you, like, I, these people don't need to know I could care less if they knew. Like, to me, like, I feel like I'd be just, like, that would be, like, hiding a whole part of me, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it is that you basically grow up and that is your life, if that makes sense. So it's, like, to say, like yes, it's hard. Yeah, yes, it's hard, but you just also become accustomed to the way you are living right so if i'm if i'm hiding that's just that is what my life is like and i know it and i don't want to say i become comfortable with it but like that's just what i'm doing you know what i mean yeah but i hate that because that is why people are so mad right now about everything with like black lives matter and stuff like that it's like he just had to just be like yeah well this is how it is so it's how it is i hate that but you I watch you and I go, oh, my God, he does deal with it so gracefully and like positively. And like it just. Yeah. OK, so then did when did you tell your parents? Uh, my parents was like a two step process and I only told one. Um, OK. Yeah, t- yeah. Can you tell how that went basically down? like I had met uh, Sean, my partner, uh, when I was 19. And then I think I was like. I talked to my mom on MSN Messenger. Oh my God, it's like so yes. dangerous. Oh my God. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, so <laughs> I was talking to her on MSN Messenger and I think she said something like, oh, so like, when am I going to get like a daughter-in-law? I'm like, okay. So I thought about it for a second, like, should Wait, I just Wait, why are you like, saying daughter-in-law? Isn't it just daughter? daughter? It's daughter. When am I going to get a- Oh no, a daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law, yeah, like married. Like, who are you dating? Like, when am I gonna? When are you gonna date a girl? And like, get married. Oh, I thought you were meaning baby. Yeah, yeah. When am I gonna get a daughter-in-law? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. When am I gonna get a daughter-in-law? Daughter-in-law. Yes, are we all caught up now? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so she asked me that, and I was in my head, I'm like, okay, do I just like how do I answer answer this properly? So instead, that was like the moment of me deciding like, okay, well, I'm already away. I'm self-sufficient. I don't need anyone's money. I got my own roof. I'm fine. (laughs) So I just was like, I don't think you're going to get that from me. And I just like left the conversation for a bit. And she's like, oh, what do you mean? I'm like, do I really have to say it? And then she was like, okay, well, as long as you're happy, then I'm fine. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. mm -hmm. It shocked me in the moment. I was like, that was not what I expected cool so we go on to like a week or two and we're like kind of talking about my relationship and stuff like that and then and then my father found her journal and decided to read it because he has no idea of personal space oh my god (laughs) like he's laughing and i don't think it's funny but then he makes me laugh i know (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's funny now because it's been years and i don't really care um Anyways, so yeah, that's how we found out. And from that, I got like a barrage of phone calls and like harassment on the phone from him and just like death threats and all kinds of crazy shit. So your have, dad gave you out. death threats? Oh, yes, honey. Yes. So your dad is from Jamaica yeah. and he's a Rastafarian. That's how Tafari got his name. And he, so to him, that's like fully against what he believes like, in. And isn't it like against the law there? In Jamaica? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I was recently watching RuPaul, like Canada's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. 
And they had um, a group of people that escaped their country and came and moved to Canada um, that were gay. And Chris and I see this as once again, like I'm not, I, I don't research enough, but because I just like, I, it's not even a question in my mind if like being gay is wrong. Like that is mind blowing to me. And that some people that could think that and that it could, could even, be illegal. Oh my God. And, it, like yeah. it gets me all like worked up, but these people were talking about like you just telling me right now that your dad gave you death threats like that like literally makes me want to just like burst into tears like and that wh- is- what's your analyzation of that like why do you think your dad couldn't handle it all right <laughs> <laughs> like, don't are you laughing because i just got so like because you were watching me on the camera and you saw like how serious i was <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing i'm so sorry i don't know why i'm laughing <laughs> It's because it's us. This always happens. No, every I time. know. And this is where he's exactly like us. Like, once we start, we can't stop. I know. And every time we talk about, like, awkward things, like, I'm saying Kayla and I, like, we are, f- like, full bursting at laughing at funerals. And Tafari is the same way. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. okay but wait, I wasn't done with what I was saying about RuPaul. Like, I oh. was shocked at how every place they came from, it was literally illegal to be gay. Like, people will get shot Mm -hmm. because they are gay and so that's why when i just said like it's illegal there right and you're like what like i don't you didn't know that not in jamaica are you sure it's illegal in jamaica that's insane you're like not in jamaica but like why why do you think (laughs) i don't know like i feel like it's just like jamaica like i don't know because you know jamaica as like the resorts exactly yeah even there like you think that those people are not watching you if you're gay like trust me you know i'm not trying to go yeah i think the overall thing is there is with men this thing of pride and not being able to let that go and so now it's like even if he even to this day if he wanted to accept the fact that his son is a homosexual um (laughs) like it just would not be able to happen because he would not be able to let go of his pride he wouldn't want to tell his friends all that kind of shit right so it's just like that pride is a dangerous thing because i personally think that he could have gotten over this if he didn't have to deal with his friends and deal with his ego and his pride on just like his stance and like the fact that this is now challenging everything that he believes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. It, so I don't, I can't remember where I left off in the story of this now, but uh, basically, oh yeah, I didn't get to this part, but basically after he found out in the journal and I got all the death threats and all that kind of stuff, um, I started like a new job and this was all happening. I think I was working there for like two days before all the stuff was happening to the point where like his sister was calling from Jamaica, calling my work. What to, to be, like to, to cuss me out? Fired, yeah, or? no, not to get me fired, but to be like, if anything happens to my brother, like, like I'm gonna disown you. All kinds of all kinds of crazy. It was just like nuts. And you was you it guys, HMV? Yes, you guys know me. I'm not what. I'm just saying. I'm just imagining like his aunt calling HMV that he started at two days ago. Right. Oh my god. Okay. So yeah. what were you just gonna say? You're saying you guys know me. What? Oh, so you guys know me. I'm not a dramatic person. So imagine like starting this job. These people don't know me. Mm-hmm. and oh my like God. my phone is ringing off the hook people are starting to call the actual like workplace it oh was crazy God. Yeah. Okay. so I went back okay. to Toronto because I can't remember he said something like we're like I need to see you now and whatever take the six hour bus after an exam get there basically sit on a couch and be just like read scriptures and all kinds of crazy things and I think it ended at a point where he was just like okay you're gonna move back home now and you're gonna be straight and you're gonna live here and well, just act like none of this happened. And right. so from that, he was, it was very like bipolar. It was like one day he'd be sending like very loving messages. Like next day, it'd be like, you're the scum of the earth. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to come out there in the van. I'm going to kill you, kill your boyfriend, kill myself. It was crazy shit. Like literally for a couple of weeks, like I was almost terrified to leave my apartment. Oh my yeah. god! And, I, and every time I, so I'm laughing again. Every time I saw like the van that I knew he had in Sabri, like I would just, my body would just escape itself. Oh, um, and that's your dad. Like yeah. I can't. To me, this all has to do with pride and not being able to challenge yourself and like let that stuff go. Kayla, I know that you you always get shocked when people can be like against someone being gay because like obviously obviously it's not a choice. I remember I heard a, a gay man one time say like i would never choose to be gay just for fun like it's way harder than not being gay well yeah and this is why like so so like i said where i'm not like educated enough on this stuff that's another thing where 
if you're if you're not educated, that's fine. That's not necessarily your fault. But then don't have an opinion on it. Don't have an opinion either way. So I've known people in my life that have said, you know, it's a, it's a choice or whatever. But I totally accept gay people, and I have gay people that are friends. Like when they say, like, oh, I even have a gay friend. It's like, oh my god. Like let's all applaud you for having a gay friend. But it's like how you hear these stories and like. Why in the world would you ever choose to receive death threats from your dad or not have a relationship with him or whatever just to like pretend that you're gay? Like it just is so foreign to me. Like it doesn't make sense and it makes me so mad and it makes me not be able to have relationships with any of these people that even if they're like, yeah, I accept gay people, but it's a choice. It's like, like, I just want to be like, you are an idiot like sometimes I've actually like have said that before but it's just and I hope that people can actually like hear these stories and that's why like when I watch RuPaul and stuff and there's these people that are telling the saddest stories about getting these death threats and arrested for being gay and or beat up and whatever and like you need to learn and you need to do your research and like I think that's why I think it's awesome for you to like come on here and as like cheesy as it sounds like have a voice and talk about it and it's like because hopefully someone will take this away from this and be like oh yeah there's no way too far I would ever choose that it's not a choice like it's just and and I understand not everybody's if you can tell, I'm very passionate. About this. Well, I want to say something about what you're saying too. Like you're like, it's not a choice because it's like such a harder life. I wish though it got to the point where it's like it wasn't a hard life though. Like I hate that. Like reality is that that is a more difficult life. That should not for be the sure. Case. I hate for that. sure. I've talked to people before in a very calm manner where they said to me. Why do you think your opinion is any more valid than mine? Just as strong as you are, uh, pr- like pro-gay as you are, your no one could change your opinion. So why are you trying to change mine? And I said, the difference is mine doesn't hurt a group of people and your opinion does. So that's where I'm saying, like, I get 100%. it. I get it. But I'm being inclusive. And another person who's like, I don't agree with gay people is that, like, you're hurting a group of people. That's yeah, the, difference the only between- difference between you and I is I'm accepting everyone and you are just cutting off 50% of our world and making people not feel it's okay to be themselves. So how are you not a horrible human being? Like, I don't. <laughs> Wait, I just realized. Are <laughs> like, you and I- are you. <laughs> <laughs> Safari's literally just sitting here, like looking at us, like, oh my God, are you frigging done? And Stacey and I are looking at each other, like, so passionately, like, just screaming. We're getting heated, and he's just like staring at us with the most polite face. Like, this, he's just like, this, this is, is his so life. Boring. I know, this is his life that he has to deal with on a day to day basis, and I just. Like, oh my God. Okay, let's move on because I'm getting so mad and I'm sorry, <laughs> Tafari. You're just so bored. Like- um, okay, so we're going to play a game that I know you hate. But this is one that I made up, though, and I think you might like this one. We're going to call it How Much Money For. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we're going to ask you a situation and we're going to say, how much money would I have to give you, like minimum, for you to do this? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> First of all, Kayla's face right now makes me think I should not play this game. She's like, no, I, no, I, yeah, it was like it Stacey said it. She said it to me before the podcast and she was asking me some questions and I was like getting so stressed about yeah. the answers. <laughs> because it is, I made this up. How much money for, okay, so like, for example, our dream is to sing with Beyonce, right? Who would you pick? Like your number one person to sing with? Brandy. Brandy. Really? Okay, so Brandy's Over on Beyonce? stage. Beyonce? Beyonce's cute, but like Brandy, she's the she's the queen. Okay, so Brandy is on stage at the Air Canada Center. It's a massive thing. You've been get like <laughs> somehow you got the job to sing a duet with her. But then when your opportunity <laughs> comes up, how much money for her to sing her part? And then it comes to you, and you just go <laughs> in the microphone. Like you don't sing your part. You <laughs> <laughs> I just have to scream. This is not where I thought this is going. This is not where this is going. <laughs> so it's like it's like I'm sorry for Brandy. You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to do it. Not 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 think of someone saying I'll give you five million dollars in front of Brandy and embarrass myself like that. No way. For sorry. no money. No. Ten million. No, Ten million dollars. Nope. He's so mad. He's like no. So like this is a thing. I was thinking about it with if Beyonce. I think Kelly maybe. 
maybe five Kelly, thousand. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Because <laughs> she probably would laugh probably really laugh hard. At it. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're cute. Yeah, and then Let's the thing is, afterwards. after you're not allowed to tell them. After you get, after you do the scream, you can't say it was like it's not yeah, like you can say, oh, I did it for $10 million. Like, you can never tell no. them. So you're saying you would do it for no money. No, I'm saying I would not do it, period. With yeah. <laughs> Let's just get that clear. Okay, so but zero dollars with brandy. Yeah, maybe like five mil would be okay. Five million. I think I it. might do it for, for five million. Kelly would get over I, it. And she'd have a yeah. good time. She'd be like, Oh my god, that was so that was so cute. That was so crazy. What and then we'd happened? sing a duet yeah. in the back in the back afterwards in the change room. And she'd be fine. And then what? We'd sing a and duet in the in the change room afterwards. And then we do it in the back afterwards. <laughs> oh. I'm like Tafara. Um, did you miss the first half of this podcast, girl? <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, okay, okay. okay. I want to ask you the next one. one. Okay, oh. if you could only eat oatmeal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for a full year, like you can drink water and then oatmeal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, and you do, I feel like plain you would, oatmeal, you would die. No, you wouldn't die no, you wouldn't off of oatmeal. Die. You'd be fine. You have zero nutrients except from the oatmeal. I feel like which if is you a carb. Just drank water for a year, you'd like survive. Absolutely not. You would not survive off of water for a year. Would you, Tafari? <laughs> I need you to back me up here. I mean, I'm not a nutritionist, but I think you'd be fine. You might be weak. You can't. You're gonna be. be weak. You're gonna be weak, and we'll have our green bodies. But, but you'd be real skinny. Be Guys, if someone yeah. doesn't eat for a week, they could die. Think of The Walking Dead. They survive for years. <laughs> Kayla, they go and get tuna from the grocery stores. Tuna. <laughs> tuna. Okay, I can't believe that okay, Kayla well, and Tafari are saying that you could survive off water for a year. Okay, well, you can no, sure survive off oatmeal sorry. for breakfast, lunch, and yeah, dinner. Yeah, no. there's a, there's gotta be like vitamins or something in that, right? Like something. <laughs> no, just plain oatmeal. No, in the, yeah, the, doesn't the oatmeal have vitamins and things? Probably, in it? yeah. I don't think so. so how much would you do? Well, let's it just for? say that it does right now. Okay, so for a whole year, that's all I would eat. And plain then, oatmeal. God, this is a boring life. <laughs> I would need like at least like 300k. 300,000. I feel like that's lowballing it. Like I would do it for like 500,000. Just for the food? You'd have Yeah. Stace, we just finished saying how like Tafari's day was ruined from the piece of cake. Actually, and now yeah, that's true. I think I might have to do it for like 5 million actually. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to eat oatmeal. I'm the never thing is you, again. Well, I this is like I'm equating this like if I was to like work on a cruise ship, which I always say I like, couldn't do that for like a year, unless yeah. I had a specific plan. So it's like I'm gonna work on this cruise ship because I know by the end of it I'm gonna have X amount of dollars to do what I actually want. So yeah. that yeah. would be the only way I would do a challenge like this of like I'm gonna have oatmeal <laughs> for a year to get this money to do whatever I need. It's to to do. know the amount. Yeah. I love how and he's like taking this so seriously now. He's like, and then it would be my goal. And once my goal is complete, yeah. I'd have the three hundred k. And then you can take the oatmeal and like make it into like different things like Tostitos and you could like <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking like Big Brother because they eat slop and then they make it into other Like things. Kayla thinks she can make oatmeal Tostitos. Do you with make the it water? into Tostitos are like flat? How would you do or... that? You obviously shape it as a Tostito and bake it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Think of like an oatmeal cookie that doesn't turn into a tostito. Next, next question. Okay, <laughs> okay. You have to give your dog away. This is for you, Kayla, and me, and yeah. and Tafari. You know they're going to the best home ever, though. But you have to give them away. But and it's never not someone you know, so you're never going to see him again. You're never going to see them again. You have to give your dog away. Seems how to be much so money? Upset. But you could have ten million dollars if you wanted to, and buy like ten million more dogs. <laughs> so you know the house is a good oh my house. God, it makes me so You're sad never gonna see Wally. them again. See Sammy again. How much money, Tafari? Be honest. This is terrible. <laughs> this is how we're ending the podcast. This we talked terrible. about so many like serious social subjects, and like this is the thing that's making yeah. Tafari cry. Okay, I'll answer it first. Okay, go. Fifty million. Fifty million. Oh, it makes me so sad that I even said it out loud. I feel like he well, knows. Uh, well, no, I'm going to be worse because I just got Effie and I've had her for like a month and she's like the cutest puppy ever. But I feel like I would do it for like ten million. She's going to a gr- amazing home, and she's so young she hardly knows me. I love her so yeah, much. But how are you <laughs> gonna feel with your ten oh. million dollars and you know Effie? Yeah, that's true. I probably feel so sad for like a couple months, and then I'll be like traveling around the world in my own private jet, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being like, "Oh, poor Effie," and then I'm like drinking Chardonnay. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, well, sorry that it got morbid at the end. It's funny that that's how it got morbid. So you you, you wouldn't do it ever? No. I don't believe God, you. that must be a solid dog. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's like my, my kid at this point. I know. Oh. Do- uh, I'm sorry, Wally. Because realistically, I'd probably do it for like $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, oh my God. all right. Oh. This was so fun and also like makes me like, I don't know. I have so many feelings. Like I'm angry. Like we've never laughed harder, but I've never been so angry. Like I'm angry. I'm sad, but I'm like happy. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Tell everyone, this is like going to be my professional. Like, okay. Tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me at Tafari Anthony. That's T-A-F as in Frank, A-R-I. <laughs> <laughs> I had no plan after that. Tafar I Anthony. And your music is amazing. He's a phenomenal songwriter and singer. And we're going to play one of his songs right now. In the corner of my apartment, there's a cardboard box. Has all your stuff in there you want and you can pick it up. Don't want to hear what kind of sorry you are. I'm getting tired of all the texting and the damn phone calls Who even calls no more? Oh, 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 oh,